Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topics, Mara now a tropical depression causing flooding, plus some exciting news on the COVID-19 front. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's podcast. So we are still talking a little bit about Mara. We don't have too much to say. Uh, It is still being tracked, though it is slowly losing what we call tropical characteristics, a lot of thunderstorms uh, in a banded structure. Uh, There's very little in the way of a central eye structure. Uh, I'm putting a radar mosaic uh, up on uh, the uh, Daily Bolt podcast uh, site on Facebook. Uh, That's always your place to go for the images, videos, and other extras that I put on with the podcast. There are a couple of structures that are like curve bands, especially going from about central Tennessee up through central Kentucky into southernmost Indiana. But the strongest uh, thunderstorms are actually in a more linear structure uh, going from roughly the Nashville area down through northwestern Alabama and into northeastern Mississippi. Uh, And the same radar mosaic shows an unrelated uh, line of thunderstorms that extends from uh, extreme southwestern North Carolina through Georgia, uh, central Alabama into southern Mississippi, and all the way back down to New Orleans. Uh, And that's about as strong as the ones that are associated with Mara. Um, From that spiral structure you see in the radar mosaic, you might guess uh, that Mars Center is roughly somewhere in Kentucky, and you would be correct. Uh, As of 5 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, 2 o'clock Pacific Time, uh, Mars Center, what's left of it, uh, was located about 10 miles northwest of Paducah, Kentucky, and uh, moving to the east-northeast at about 21 miles per hour. And it will continue to move uh, to the east-northeast and even accelerate a bit more over the next couple of days. <clears throat> it is still considered a tropical depression. Uh, the maximum sustained winds are about 30 miles per hour. Uh, that's uh, pretty typical for most tropical depressions. Uh, It's probably going to roughly maintain that intensity because it's uh, actually starting to tie in with other structures in the upper atmosphere in the westerlies uh, going through the uh, Tennessee Valley into the lower Ohio Valley and the central Appalachians uh, over the next day or so. And it will eventually make a complete transition to an extra, <clears throat> excuse me, an extra tropical cyclone as it moves offshore and uh, can uh, become like many cyclones that move off into the Atlantic Ocean, particularly uh, in the uh, middle to high latitudes with a structure that resembles that uh, that you might expect with a cold front and warm front and uh, <clears throat> various other features we would expect with a uh, what we call a standard extratropical cyclone. Uh, the main hazard from Laura right now is flooding. 
There are a couple of uh, possible threats of tornadoes in some of the stronger thunderstorms. There has not been much of that today. Uh, the big threat uh, today has been mostly from flooding, and there are flood watches and warnings out, particularly in central and northwestern Tennessee and uh, southwestern Kentucky at the present time. <clears throat> there are also a few flash flood watches posted for central Alabama, more associated with that other band of thunderstorms that I mentioned. So there's not too much more to say about Laura. I think this is probably the, the end of the Daily Bolts discussion about uh, Laura as far as that goes. And we're going to move on to something much more exciting in the world of COVID-19. And I don't talk much about COVID-19 on this podcast because usually the developments with COVID-19, one, are downers, and two... <clears throat> They get picked up and covered uh, heavily by the mainstream news media. And I think in this case, I've got something that is has not yet made it onto the radar, so to speak, of the mainstream news media. And so maybe this is a you heard it here first, which would be kind of nice. Um, what we're talking about is a new test for COVID-19. I mean, there have been antigen tests uh, for COVID-19 for some time. It's that those make up the testing programs of many states in terms of offering kind of drive-in testing, and it takes anywhere from four to seven days to uh, get the test results back. And what is so uh, exciting about the news that is out there now, and I've put a, uh, a photo of the actual uh, <clears throat> kits of tests that will be released by Abbott Laboratories soon, uh, is an antigen test that is inexpensive and will give you results in a much shorter period of time. Uh, what we're talking about is 15 minutes. That's a hell of a lot better than four to seven days. And uh, yesterday, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration gave an emergency use authorization to Abbott Laboratories to uh, produce uh, mass quantities of this antigen test. And this is an antigen test that's very similar to rapid tests that have been out there in the marketplace for quite some time that detect the HIV virus, that detect other flu viruses. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, now there is one that has been developed to detect the viral proteins or the antigens that are unique to COVID-19. And unlike many of the uh, antigen tests that are currently out there, uh, this doesn't require specialized equipment. The specialized equipment at labs is why it takes four to seven days to get results back, even from these antigen tests. Some parts of the country, it takes even longer. And uh, <clears throat> that's why there's such a backlog. There's only so many labs. In this particular case, since there's no specialized laboratory equipment required, you can get an answer in near real time. And so you can go get a test, you can wait for 15 minutes, and you get an answer. And that is, doesn't necessarily stop the, the coronavirus, but at least it lets you know so that you can take proper precautions, that you don't infect anyone else, and this should affect the transmission rate potentially dramatically. And I think this is 
this is actually really exciting. And especially because with the emergency approval that uh, Abbott has gotten for this test, which is called Binax Now, uh, <clears throat> basically uh, they've gotten approval to produce mass quantities. Uh, and we're talking millions and millions and millions. And as of this morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, the federal government has actually uh, made public its agreement to purchase 150 million of these. That's a lot. The people at Abbott Laboratories are going to be working around the clock for some time to produce that many. Uh, but nonetheless, this has the ability to be a game changer in the transmission. So. How does it work? It's actually very simple. Uh, in the photo, you see this device. It's about the size of a credit card. It uses old lateral flow technologies. They still work just because they're old. It doesn't mean they don't work, but it's an application of an older technology to detect the antigens. So you go to a testing place, uh, can even be outside. You get a nasal swab. They insert the swab into the device with a few drops of solution, uh, which help the material flow across the strip that contains antibodies. The antibodies bind to the virus. They create a color change to give you a very simple uh, signal whether you've got it or you don't. And again, this takes 15 minutes. This is awesome news. Uh, it would be more awesome if it would also cure it, but we can't have everything. For now, it's good if we can just stop the transmission or slow it down by knowing so much sooner that we might be carrying it and might uh, be asymptomatic but, and infecting a bunch of other people without realizing it. Uh, no longer do we have this four to seven day lag, which still allows you to transmit it to a lot of people. Now you've got the ability to know in 15 minutes. And I think this is something to cheer about in a week where we need some more things to cheer about. On a positive note then, I'm going to bring this day we bolt to a close. I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a good night, good afternoon, good morning, and stay safe.